My Friends Friends podcast. I'm one of your friends, Simone, and I live in Perugia, Italy. And I'm one of your fiends, Paris, coming to you from Würzburg, Germany. So recently, Paris and I realized that we both love celebrating moments when our friends become friends and laughing about the times when interpersonal chemistry surprised us. So a couple of times a month, we'll introduce our friends from around the world to each other Talk some nonsense and play some games and get to know one another. Prepare yourself to want to go out and make new friends or reconnect with old friends to learn about how friendship takes on a different form for all of us and to hear oodles of laughter. Disclaimer in this episode, Paris makes a seriously newbie mistake and doesn't turn her microphone on. Therefore, I apologize that my audio quality is not as good as Simone's. As I have the excuse uh, that I am a beginner, I think it's okay. Come 15 episodes from now, please feel free to thoroughly make fun of me if I do it again. Here we go. Hello, Simone. Hey, Paris. What's crack a lackin'? Oh my goodness. One of my, well, one of my favorite phrases. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> That's very cute. Not a whole lot is crackalacking over here. We had a really big week and we released the podcast yesterday. So we had a really big weekend where Andre, as you know, graduated with his master's on Friday and had a big concert to complete that. And then Saturday and Sunday, I had my dance recital. Yes. And that was super fun. Mm -hmm. And then we were working full steam ahead on dropping the podcast. And that happened yesterday. And I'm so happy about it. And that is kind of what I wanted to talk about for the first part of today. Because again, right? The, the idea behind the podcast is whenever anybody asks me, what's the podcast about? I kind of sheepishly say it's about friendship. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, it's about friendship. And making friends and people are like, Mm -hmm. okay, interesting. And so, so again, we, we've used very heavily the platform of Instagram to market the podcast. A very heavily marketed our four Instagram posts about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. I just have to say that unbelievable the amount of like friendly warmth Aww. and love I felt by people contacting me. Yeah. Uh, Again, I know it's. I know it seems small, right? With the yeah, like you can send the the emojis um, on on Instagram yeah. response to um, stories, but again, it's come, some of the you know some some people that I have in my life who I haven't talked to in a while. Again, they they sent things like, "Oh, that's really cool." Oh, or, that's so nice. You know, yeah, and and again, so that that kind of like overwhelming feeling mm-hmm. of friendship love yeah 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 was very intense for me yesterday and Mm. definitely gave me a bit of a high I love that 
So I wanted to just in general, thank everybody for the, the love and the support and the interest. And I think that that's the thing that I'm, I'm just so enthused about Mm -hmm. is the interest in what we've done. And even, even one of my friends, she shared it in her story and just said something like, it's a, you know, my friend is doing this podcast and it, it gives a very, you know, a different perspective on friendship. Have a listen. And that was just, that means so much. I know. Yeah. So anyway, that was, so I just wanted, that was the first thing I wanted to say was just the reaction to the podcast of my friends. Yeah. Overwhelmingly supportive. That's exactly what I was about to say. And, and essentially again, reminded me of the one, the importance of friends Mm -hmm. and friends supporting one another. And then the other part of it was for me, how important friends are in my life. Mm, That is so beautiful. The whole day. Oh my gosh. What a great little, what a great little like warm, fuzzy cloud to be on the warm, fuzzy friendship cloud. Yeah. And I, um, I mean, again, I have, I know a couple of people have already listened to all three episodes. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a really sweet response from my mom, my, and her, two of her sisters both commented or all three commented and they were so supportive and like, I've already listened to the episodes, you know, they're so funny. Um, saying things like I loved Charlotte's accent and all the words that she used. Um, Somebody told you, I think, that Heather's voice sounded like Natalie Portman's voice. Yes. And I told Heather that, and she was like, that is the biggest compliment I could possibly have. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm going to be carrying that around with me today and just lots of little really uplifting things. So I've been super yeah. um happy about it. My boss, her first question, of course she was so thrilled and I really care what she thinks. And mm. she said like how close is it to your vision of what you want it to be? That was the first thing she asked me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm just super open to the podcast evolving and for what it is to evolve. And I know we have received lots of feedback and we want to hear lots of feedback. But Mm -hmm. something I do keep thinking about is that the more I listen to podcasters who I admire, I feel like the more I hear them say, don't listen to other people. Like, or, or listen to the positive things. Yes. But like, do what you're passionate about. And so I'm excited for us for that to, for it to evolve and for any creative endeavor, I think is what my boss and I were talking about is like, it's always an evolution Mm -hmm. and, uh, there's always a balance of, of, incorporating you know obviously wonderful feedback and then also just doing what your heart tells you (laughs) yep yep so now I'm I while you were saying that and when you mentioned the thing about Heather and how she was really enjoying the uh the compliment yeah 
the the other thing that and perhaps it does fit in with a, a vision type thing for me, which is very different. I think not that our visions are different, mm, but yeah. I think what I take out of it is of course can be different from what you take out of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And I also am really like you telling me that people, you know, they liked listening to Charlotte's accent and the different words that she used. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's my friend. Yeah. You know? Somebody else told me that, you know, Otic was really funny and they, you know, he had them laughing quite a bit. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm also very proud to share our friends with the world. Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. So the other, so that, I don't know. So that kind of is the, my initial reaction to the 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 publishing of the podcast yeah. and the friends and stuff like that and so the other thing that I was curious about too because um so my I had a I had a phone call last night with a friend of mine who and I speak to him uh I don't know every four or five months um again it's one of those great friendships where we are both close but don't talk all the time mm-hmm. and um, I went over to my neighbor's house to, to, to give him back some, some dishes. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds really funny. So, uh. No, it sounds we, like kind of 1950s. Well, it, yes. Like yes, I took him the, back his casserole dish that he gave me. <laughs> yes. Except for the fact that I took him back, back almost all of his dishes because we used my dishwasher when oh, yeah. he entertained. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> It's not like yeah, I so brought him one dish. You were like wheeling over a wagon. Yeah, it needed to be both of us to carry over uh, a whole handful of dishes. It was it, we we joked. Oh, so you want to be friends? Do you have a dishwasher? Yes. <laughs> so uh, you know, I was explaining to him that um, I was on the phone with my, you know, with a with a really good friend of mine, and he looked at me and he said you have a lot of really good friends, don't you? (laughs) And, and I was for, you know, for a second, because I also think that this is a, this is, this is a long lead in intro to my, my point and topic of conversation. I think there's a, there's definitely a, mm, a general stereotype when it comes to Americans, especially in Europe that we're really, really friendly, Mm -hmm. but it's only, surface friendly and mm. it's not necessarily very deep and you oh know, that is like cultures. italy to a t that's funny because that's what making me think of italy that what which part it, everything you just said like that is i mean i'm not disagreeing of course but i'm just like thinking oh yeah that can describe america but also that is so italy in in mm-hmm. reality, but also I think in reputation. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, I'm really into the Enneagram. And part of the Enneagram, the personality assessment um, system, is that each, each personality type is associated with a country. And my personality type happens to be number two. They're all, they're each numbered and number two corresponds with Italy and 
a lot of aspects of the personality type and therefore of the country have to do exactly with what you said, like being warm and friendly, but then it can, it can also be shallow. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I totally am tracking with you though, in that that can also for sure apply to Americans, especially in our like openness. I think there's like an openness that we have. Whether that's like talking about politics or religion that other countries don't do. Interesting, because I totally disagree with you. There. Oh no, really? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because I think that. So look, so I, well, I want to finish this story though before okay. I go off on that track. I'll sorry, yeah, it. sorry, I shouldn't have. So just the the so he said to me. Uh, you have a lot of really good friends, don't you? And I kind of was a bit sheepish about it. Again, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, uh, you know, and I, and I swear that they actually are all really good friends, right? Like, yeah. I don't say that. And he, and he, you know, he, he was like, no, 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 I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's just, he's like, I lose track because you have all of these friends. Yeah, he's trying to like keep a roster and you're like, no, no, don't. Well, and, and I guess so that's where I was going. My, my point of the fact of, I think a lot of people might look at Americans and say, oh yeah, you're all friendly. You all have friends. It doesn't take a lot to have a deep friend, et cetera. But, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. And that's mm. why, so it just, it was a bit funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I wanted my, so kind of going off of what you're saying though, is how you find making or the experiences you might have had making friends in other countries. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that kind of goes along with what you're saying about the Enneagram. Enneagram. Yeah. Enneagram. So how you found making friends um, in Italy versus the U S or something like that. Well, I've been thinking about this actually because we've been reaching out to friends and I've been thinking mm-hmm. about how I met them and and this and that. Um first before I talk about that though, I will just say that there's a conversation that we have a lot in my city because my city and my region is known for being one of the coldest meaning like personally coldest regions mm-hmm. um in Italy. Well same same for my region yeah. in Germany. Yeah. So that definitely has an effect on on friendship, I think. Um mm-hmm. it can take a little it could be like surface level and interactions with people like where you know certain places I go, I know that they're whether that's a shop or or something like that, they're just going to be rude. Um, but then I think it's also reflected in the fact that, like, we went to a church, a couple of different churches for a long time, and, um, you know, we we weren't very welcomed in. And mm-hmm. we got – we. We were warned about this, so uh, mm-hmm. we kind of tried to ignore it a bit, but after a while, I think it just got to us. Um, mm-hmm. So 
we just were rarely ever asked over to anyone's house, you know, or to spend time with them. Um, and then there are people that we have found that have been really good friends that are Italian or expats. And it's so funny because any of 99% of the Italian friends that we have here are not actually from this region. They're transplants. Um, Mm. there is one friend we have, you know, or a couple that are from this region. And we always say like, oh, they're so different. Like they're really interested in, you know, trying new things and meeting new people. Whereas that's not the norm, if that makes sense. So that's been really interesting. And, um, has that, yeah, it just means that we have Italian friends here and we love spending time with them, but they're just not from our region. So that's, it's kind of sad to me. It's mm. kind of, I don't know. It do, it doesn't make me attached to this city, really. Mm. If, yeah, and I, 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 that's a very, um, you know, we are both very friend-oriented and relationship-oriented people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also something that's, you've touched upon it right there. For me, a lot of the time, your your friends and that that relationship really make where you're living, mm-hmm. right? They make it a they make it a home, or they make it bearable, if you will. I've lived <laughs> some places where I did not want to be there, but because of the friends that I had, that yeah. that group and that that family, it was it was still it was excellent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. The, 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 it's very interesting to me that the friends that you have aren't actually from the area, but actually that, that does remind me, I think uh, when I lived in South Carolina in Charleston, I'm, I can't, the, the friends that I hung out with on a, you know, daily basis mm-hmm. or weekly basis, you know, I don't think any of them were from South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, and in the States, and it feels like, I'm less surprised by that, you know, because mm-hmm. our culture is in the States. Our culture is you mo- you move wherever you can find a job and you get a house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so then we move around so much yeah, more. And then mm-hmm. when Italians ask us where we're from, like which state we're from, we have to like say, well, I was born in Texas and then I lived in Colorado. He was born in California. He lived in Hawaii for a while. You know, like we kind of go mm-hmm. into that. Oh, and where do your parents live? Oh, well, they live in Alabama, but my sister lives in Washington or New York City. And and by the time we get to like the third state and not list, it's like eyes have glazed over because the farthest they move, you know, is like a couple of hours away and even, or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. five hours away. And even then they get a hard time. It, it, you know, it's, it's all in love, but then it's like, Oh, you daughter, you moved so far away from me. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. that's a, the, one of the guys at the location that I work at, so we had a we had a running a running club when when we were still working from the office, and you know just making conversation on the runs, trying to meet people. I said, "Oh, so where do you live?" And he said, "Yeah, well, here." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And, and then where did you grow up? And he's like, "Yeah, um, ten kilometers from where I live now, yeah. right?" <laughs> and 
and he was kind of he's he was laughing about it and he said yeah and that's even still too far for my mother but uh oh that's, I, had to, yeah. I had to get out the 10, the 10 kilometers so that she couldn't you know my come do my laundry or something yeah that's a very interesting point so and i i so that's actually something i i thought i'd love to hear from our listeners if you want to email us at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com, if you have any feedback um, or experiences on making friends in other countries mm. or while you were traveling abroad or even in the U.S., if you've noticed any difference between regions of the U.S., Simone and I would love to talk about and share some of your experiences. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. And one final last little tidbit I wanted to say is that I do truly, truly love so much the friends that we have made here. I know in general, I was mm. kind of like, oh, people are shallow or, oh, people like don't want to be friends with us. I think I do get sad and frustrated by those things, but I also have found so many um, beautiful friendships and kind of beautiful, like part of living over here is that you're surrounded by time, like so much ancient, ancientness, if, if you will, that Andre said at one point, I said, everyone keeps saying they want to like have us over or have a coffee, but then it never happens. And of course, like I'm, I'll initiate that sometimes, but I'm not going to do it all mm-hmm. the time. And he said, you know, I think maybe time passes differently for them like they like people who live here have lived here for generations and so I also find that to be really beautiful whereas if I say I want to get coffee with you I'm gonna make coffee plans with you within the next month normally and if they make coffee plans with you in a year hey like they're gonna be here their whole lives and their communities are here and there's just a richness of that. And I think it's also really deep and beautiful. And I can also appreciate that um, part of it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like you are, you feel like you're running out of time mm-hmm. to have these connections possibly because you're not going to the intention isn't to stay there forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, yeah, like you say, for somebody who knows that they're not going anywhere, yeah, it doesn't matter when we have it. We, we, we made plans to have it. We're going to have it. It's just, and it's no bother. It doesn't affect the relationship if it's now or if it's in six months. Yeah. 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 And I think there's like a really cool security there um, that I can learn from. So yeah, yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, like you said, it kind of teaches you about yourself and how, uh, I don't know, it's not to have patience is the right thing, but I think, you know, we were kind of what we were talking earlier, like you said, right? It's just, uh, it's just a different way of viewing things mm-hmm. and adapting to that different cultural mm-hmm. way of doing things. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Before I, before I, and you don't have to, expand on this but do you want to tell me how you disagree because I feel like you didn't get to maybe voice your idea about disagreeing about being open about politics I I did think of a piece of context that might help give that 
thought a little more color. Um, okay, so the 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 and maybe this has changed nowadays, mm. right? But you know, there's always that joke that at the dinner table you avoid sex, politics, and religion. Mm-hmm. Right, and I feel like in the U.S. we've been told this our entire life, right? Mm-hmm. You go over to somebody's house for the first time. You don't talk sex, you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion. Mm-hmm. And I find that completely different here. The, Interesting. The, and so maybe it's just the places that I've lived here that sometimes the the very first conversations, like I, I was with a friend and we went over to his parents' house. We had dinner there and that whole conversation was about politics, mm. right? They wanted to know where I stood on it. They wanted to know what my thoughts were. And where was this? This was in Germany. Okay. Okay. So interesting. I feel like it's a little bit in this in this scenario, it's a little bit apples to oranges. They are wondering that because you're an American, I feel like they're trying, and this is me putting this mm-hmm. on them, so correct me here, mm-hmm. but um, I get that too. Like, I get that, oh, you're American? What do you think about Trump? Huh? Like, he's a crazy pants. Yes, yes, we know, we know. So we... We get that a lot, you know? Um, so uh-huh. I maybe could could that have been it at all? So I, I know what you're I understand, but also I know from my German friends prior to this that sex drugs I keep wanting to say sex drugs and rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sex, religion and politics. Uh-huh. I can't maybe I shouldn't start with sex because then I want to <laughs> So the Sex, politics, and religion are open uh, conversation pieces in Germany. They're not off limits. Okay. And this is this is not me saying that. This is coming from German friends. Mm-hmm. This is coming from other things totally. that I've read. Um, and this is from from years ago. Yeah. So in, in Germany, I've never ever felt like that. Like that. The the other thing too is as a generalization a lot of Germans are very attentive to what's going on in the world. They mm-hmm. read the news, they're educated on it. Mm-hmm. They have these types of discussions and they want to have these types of discussions. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's part of it. And then I'm trying to think about in, in England that we definitely talked about these things all the time. Again, maybe not sex at work, mm-hmm. but like politics, definitely politics at work. And even with, with friends, I mean, we would constantly discuss I know that sounds weird, not constantly, but the, the, the topics of sex and religion are, are not off the table. It's not these kind of like taboo things that you, you can't talk about. And I think. And your friends there that you're referring to were British, were from the UK. Some are British and some are not. A little bit of color, a little bit of context to when I was saying that is that one of my closest or two of our closest friends here who I particularly think of when I think of when I was kind of mentioning like to us it it feels like Americans are open whether that be in friendship which I definitely have seen in myself Um, Mm -hmm. I asked my gynecologist to ring our doorbell if he stops by sometime because we'd love to say hello (laughs) everyone thinks I'm crazy but he's a lovely person He's lovely. So besides the friendship piece, specifically speaking about like topics that are off limits, quote unquote, mm-hmm. 
two of our good friends here are a couple and one is Welsh and the other is Irish and they mm-hmm. have spent a lot of years living in London mm-hmm. and they are about 10 years older than us. Mm-hmm. They're our closest friends that we've had that are actually from the UK and mm-hmm. I do with um, my friend Becky, we do talk about a lot of like those heavy topics Mm-hmm. Because we're close, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like right away that we started talking about them, of course, but it's definitely from her perspective, she would say that it's less like that they're less mm-hmm. open about about things because I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. we need to confront this person when they say this racist thing. She wouldn't say that we shouldn't do that, of course. It would just be that she would maybe do it a different way or maybe be a little bit less eager or forthcoming or something. You know what I mean? So, and we've kind of talked about that as being like cultural. Yes. But that, again, my experience, it's very different because what you're talking about is confrontation. Okay. Okay. It's a very, again, very general stereotype, but I observe this in in the workplace, right? As a one of a couple Americans in a mostly uh, British company, the Brits don't like confrontation. It's just not something that they enjoy doing. That's why you kind of get this joke that the Brits will cue and if somebody cuts in front of them, they'll just shoot daggers, right? Because they don't, (laughs) excuse me. What are you doing? Get to the back uh-huh. of the line, like we would. So that—that's I mean, a different thing. No, that's a really, really wise distinction, actually. That I guess I'm kind of combining them in my mind, and I should maybe not do that. Um, that does remind me of a really funny conversation I was having with my friend Becky, recounting of being at this gorgeous beach last summer, and there were two young people on a blanket uh, close to us. There were a lot of people at the beach, so we were all pretty close to each other. And these, this couple was, I mean, if there weren't swimsuits on, I would, <laughs> I was like, there was a lot of PDA, which I am a big lover of the beach scene in Europe. I love that people are not so self-conscious about their bodies people aren't so like embarrassed or worried it's just a lot more I think positive and free but this was like a pretty heavy like situation over here and I would just say like wow oh my goodness to her recounting it she said well back home no one would say anything we would all just like shoot dagger eyes at them and you know kind of give them the side glance and that's how we would handle it. And I just thought it was so funny. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I thought of what a last, a wrap up question for us. And this is a fun one. I remember mentioning it way back when we were talking about podcast ideas. And Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the concept of cat people versus dog people. Okay. okay. And I well, okay, before I before you tell me about it, I want to predict mm-hmm. what you think about it. Ooh. 
I think that, and our listeners can remember, based on episode one, talking about pups and Charlotte and Heather's pups, and I kind of said, oh, like, cute, cuteness, dog cuteness. Paris was like, mm, no, I'm not having it. And so I think that you are a very pro-cat person. I know that because you are fully supportive of my obsession with my own cat. And I feel very loved and appreciated and, and supported in that obsession. So I think you uh, you are pro-cat versus dog people and that you are pro-cat. This is very interesting, yes, tell Simone. me. So I would have to say that I'm neither. Okay. And I am... Because again, again, I wouldn't say that I'm pro. Okay, let's see. I, let's say I lean cat. I certainly yep. lean cat. I'm I'm sure that there are many people who are like parents who are a horrible person. What? Just can't do dogs. I just can't do dogs. They just they're needy. They constantly want attention. They follow you around everywhere. It just, just so if you're me nuts. so are you my- anti dog and you lean cat because I would from what you're describing I want to say you're pro cat and ant like I don't know what to what do I think <laughs> so that's the dog side okay. right so the, the 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 joke is to my and my aunt um, she has a dog called Lily yeah. and dog loves me and I cannot <laughs> <laughs> does your aunt know this if she, will she listen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is this is open. This is an open, a well-known fact of life. A well-known fact. And every time I come home to to Colorado, she's like, "Lily, your favorite person is here." I've done nothing to this dog to make the dog love me. I don't pet the dog. Sometimes I play with the dog, but Lily just follows me around everywhere. Like I trip over her. I just hate it when they sit there and stare at you. I'm like, Lily, what do you want? And my aunt will go, Lily, come here. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh. just, or I'll be sitting on the couch and she'll, and she's, again, she, I do like the, I do like the dog, right? I, I don't want to like get rid of her or anything. She's a, so she's a, she's a boxer and she'll just stick her nose there on the couch and go, mm, yeah, you know, and just like. Snuffle. She'll do some snuffles. She'll do some snuffles. So the, the thing with the dog and this stems from when my sister and I were very little, because we're both the same, I don't like dirt. Mm. And for me, in addition to the the reliance the dog has on you, like you, and I like to travel, you can't go away and Mm -hmm. leave the dog, right? You have to really arrange Mm -hmm. for things. And I don't Mm -hmm. like dirt. I don't like the dog to me just represents fleas. It represents, you have no idea where Mm -hmm. it's been. So that's the dog side. Now the cat side, I also don't like cats that sleep on your head mm. or that constantly are annoying. I don't know. Mm. If that, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I'm again debatable, and people can can argue with me. I my the cat that I did have was kind of got her on a by accident, and she was an indoor mm-hmm. cat again because I like to control the dirt. Yeah. Right. And this cat, so actually, this is quite funny. My uh, boyfriend at the time, we were moving from, South, uh, from Los Angeles to South Carolina, and he said, Oh, Paris, you should get a cat. Mm-hmm. 
me. But I have never expressed interest in getting a cat. Why yeah. would I get a cat? You get a cat. <laughs> Long story short, we ended up fostering this cat. And the moment she came into the house, I was like, okay, fine. She's yeah, never leaving. of course. And yeah. And so this cat was fabulous because she didn't bother you. She, if she wanted attention, she smashed her head into your hand. You gave her a few pets and then she Mm -hmm. walked away. She slept at the end of the bed. She did greet me, you know, when I Mm -hmm. came home, right. She was waiting in the window to Mm -hmm. say hello. So again, it's kind of like people go, oh, cats don't care about you. They They care. care. And so I just, this cat was like the epitome of me in cat Mm. form. Sounds really again. No, kind it's of sa- nope, sounds great. I love it. So and and for that reason, I loved that cat. And so I do definitely have a soft spot in my mm-hmm. heart for cats, but there's still certain re- requirements that they have to meet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. So that's my. So yes, definitely lean cat. Not a fan of the okay. dogs. Really. Uh, I also don't like to be licked and yeah. jumped yep. on mm-hmm. and. It just again, a lot of it has to go with the mm-hmm. dirt and the cleanliness. I hear you. I hear you for sure. I can relate to a lot of that. What an interesting yeah. question. Yeah. So, can I give you my little spiel? Yes, please. All right. Cat people versus dog people is fucking stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> because you know what? There are great things about both of them, and. It drives me nuts when I have an amazing cat and I have had an amazing dog in my life and, Mm -hmm. and people, my good friends, you know, will go like, oh no, 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 we couldn't possibly, you know, give your cat affection. We're not cat people or, or Uh just like, even my husband, I've worked on him a little bit. You know, he used to be strong cat person anti-dog person for very the same reasons you know dirt da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and I'm totally with you I am like okay if you're gonna have a dog it you need to train it that's part of being a dog yeah. owner you're responsible for it mm-hmm. you know the first time one of my closest friends was around me around a dog I happened to be babysitting and it was a like chocolate lab that had not been trained well and I mean I couldn't blame Mm -hmm. these parents like they have three little kids and da 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 you know whatever but the dog was like labs tend to be smelly in my opinion they just have these like dense coats that like trap you know smells and stuff so I'm kind of not a lab fan necessarily I mean certain labs love them right but it depends on the training so there's so many yeah. so many good friends saw me around this dog and we weren't as close yet but she went do you not like dogs because I kept like telling it like no get down don't jump do it you know yeah. and I said no I like dogs so much but you know I just it can't jump on me kind of a thing yeah, um, so yeah. I completely yeah. hear you with that and I get it when you say like yeah you know, I don't want, like, for me, if a dog is, like I said, not well-trained or even too needy, like, that's kind of a turnoff. But overall, dogs mm-hmm. can be wonderful, I think. You know, if if they're 
well-trained and well-taken care of, they can be amazing companions and they have such big hearts. So I want to say yay dogs. And I also want to say yay cats because there are so many wonderful cats, my cat being the best of them all. Um, And you know why? We also joke that she's one of those dog cats because she is affectionate and she has such a big personality and, you know, all of that. And then there's all those bonuses about how clean she is and, you know, I don't have to train her and, you know, so obviously no Mm -hmm. animals are perfect, but I think that there are wonderful things about lots of animals. And of course, we don't want those sassy, mean, hissy cats and we don't want those you know, poorly trained, smelly dogs, but there are, the majority of animals are absolutely so wonderful and cat versus dog people needs to be canceled. I'm not canceled. I'm not pro cancel culture, but I'm canceling cat versus dog people. It decided gavel smashed. (laughs) So I, I definitely, agree with your whole point there right why i just yeah i i agree and that's why i hate it when people go oh you're a cat person right i'm like no not i just happen to like cats better than i like dogs and i don't really like dogs but it doesn't make me a cat yeah it's probably also just the internet you know everything has to be have a name and be trendy and and well funny and i think you you really hit the nail on the head though with the training yeah. of the dogs. And that's why so Charlotte Charlotte's dog Ruben, for example, I like mm-hmm. Ruben because I know that Ruben will not mm-hmm. bother me. If I have Ruben go over there, he mm-hmm. won't do anything more, right? <laughs> well, I am thank you for asking that question, Simone. That was wonderful. You're so welcome. I got a little bit got a little bit of my rant out <laughs> for the day too. That's after the, the, the kind of work day that I had I know, today. So I know. So this will be the first episode coming after the first three episode mm-hmm. releases. Like we said, if even though Simone Simone doesn't want your feedback. No. I'm kidding. I do want your feedback. I do. I Five stars only. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, just send us an email or um, read us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes, because that's a thing mm-hmm. now. We are, Simone did a ton of work to get us on all these places that I don't even well, know Well, hit exist. subscribe <laughs> on whatever app you're listening to us on. And if you cannot find us on the on your preferred podcast listening app, please let us know what app that is, and we will make sure to get it on there. Mm-hmm. So that's... My friends, friends pod at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at my friends, friends pod. Or visit our awesome website, my friends, friends pod.com. I'm so in I'm love so with, in it. with it. And Simone, another thing, some other people were like, oh my gosh, the website really? is so good. <laughs> Stop yeah, it. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you that. Yes, they were like, I love the design. <gasps> the layout is so good. Actually, I think this came, I think this came from Amanda. And Amanda also has a, as an arts <gasps> background. Amanda, I love um, you. <laughs> Thank you. We worked so hard on the website. We did. I'm so proud of it. Yes. Well, it's all mm. your vision. It's our team. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you want to thank the listeners? Thank you, listeners. All right. We'll talk to you next episode. Bye. Bye.
gosh, we just 